Last week, I mentioned, but we didn't spend a lot of time on this, but I mentioned a ruling by the Eighth Circuit Court that just seemed to come out of left field. It had to do with voting rights and who was able to take these kinds of issues to court. And the Eighth Circuit Court said, uh, you got a problem with the government? Sorry about that. Only the government can take the government to court. I know I, it doesn't make any sense. And maybe it doesn't make any sense because I don't really understand what's going on. Uh, our good friend, Greg Pallast, who's a investigative reporter, has, he's worked for the BBC. He uh, just recently did a documentary about the Osage people and how the Cokes stole their money. Well, he's an expert, as you know, on voting and voting suppression. We've talked about all of his work in Georgia. He has been writing about the Eighth Circuit Court, and perhaps he is the one who can explain to us what is going on. Greg, how are you? Uh, pretty good, except for this decision. Now, it might sound pretty obscure to people. You're talking Eighth Circuit and you know who's suing what over what. Let me make this clear. Set your hair on fire right now, because this basically virtually repeals the last living section of the Voting Rights Act. If you remember back in uh, 2013, the uh, Supremes, the right wing Supremes voted to um, remove what is called Section 5. That that put a knife into the Voting Rights Act. But Section 2 still remains. Doesn't matter what 2, 5, forget all that stuff. All Section 2 says is that if you get shafted out of your vote, if there's some racist procedure, or you were just talking about gerrymandering in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are a black voter or, you know, another voter, a minority voter, and you lost your vote because of this or you lost your power because of this gerrymandering, under this ruling, if it becomes national, you can't sue. You're out of it. Even though the Voting Rights Act says you may not lose your rights, the state of North of South Carolina, North Carolina, any Carolina can't take away your rights if you're a voter of color, if there's any racial purpose here. But now you can't sue about it. And in this case, now this applies now a circuit. What, what do you mean that there are nine circuits in, in the United States? What that means is that. America's divided into units, but it's going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court. Then look out, because when that happens, we've already heard bleedings from Koch's justices. And when I say Charles, I mean, I'm doing this film on Charlie Koch right now. <laughs> and he actually, you know, uh, he was just outed for secretly paying, you know, pleasuring uh, Justice Thomas or Injustice Thomas. Thomas has already indicated that he's going to vote, that he would vote to remove your right to sue if you get shafted out of your vote, period. You can't as a voter. Now, understand what that means. Now, you, you talked about my in Georgia. Now, I did a whole story, a movie, which many of your WCPT people saw in a special event in Chicago and then Minnesota, which was um, about these voter vigilantes. These people who challenged one quarter of a million voters in Georgia, if they had succeeded, you wouldn't have Senator Warnock and then you wouldn't have a Democratic Senate. We were able to expose them and block them. But on top of it, the NAACP sued the state and said, you can't allow this suit under federal law saying this is a violation of the Voting Rights Act. And they sued on behalf 
of a of Major Gamaliel Turner. He's a career military man who uh, was assigned to California. They blocked him from voting in Georgia, and he is sued. He's in court now, suing the state, suing these uh, voter vigilante groups. Well, forget it. If this ruling becomes national, it's already effective in eight states. If it becomes national, well, they throw this soldier's case out of court. He's out of luck. He's done. He's finished. And here's the other problem. It says, so the government is the perpetrator of the vote suppression crimes. This court said that only the government, in other words, the perps, can sue. Only the government can sue. No voter can sue if they're shafted. They specifically told the end, this is a court order. The NAACP specifically is barred from filing any suit on behalf of a voter shafted out of their rights in those eight states. And it will become 50 if it gets this right-wing court. And they go along with it. And it's looking pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I know you go said ahead. this is going to go to SCOTUS, the Supreme Court. But remember, yeah. they kind of surprised us with that ruling. I think it was in Alabama where they were like, yeah, you know, you got a lot of black people and you only have one uh, largely black district. Now, we think you ought to redo this map. And everybody was like, whoa. So maybe maybe there's some hope here. I yes, there's absolutely hope. Uh, always the swing vote on these things is the chief justice or injustice Roberts. He's <laughs> a very political cat, but he might say, you know, we don't know what you know. Like, you know, we we did we just saw Roe v. Wade go down the drain. Five, just so you know, the Federalist Society is this right wing group funded by Koch and some other right wing billionaires. They are the people that came up with five of the nine justices' names. Five of the nine justices come out of the Federalist Society, and that's the uber-right-wing Koch crew. Mm -hmm. This is not very pretty. And so Roberts might say, oh, well, this is a chance for me, you know, to basically – this basically wipes out the ability – and so they specifically said NAACP couldn't sue, but obviously that applies. The ACLU went in there. They said, no, you can't sue anywhere. If this happens, literally every voting rights group in America is barred from bringing a lawsuit. You as a voter, if you're if you're shafted out of vote, like you take Georgia. You know what they say? Like, let me give you an example from Georgia. You'll love this one, Joan. A million people, almost all of them Democrats, almost solidly Democrats, 1.1 million people use drop boxes in the uh, the 2020 election. That's why Biden won. Now, of course, they're saying, oh, the ballots were stuffed. And they never, this all baloney that it was fraudulent ballots. But because it was, during COVID, it was easy to mail, to stick your ballot in a drop box. A million voters, 1.1 million voted. Now, they've said that basically prohibited drop boxes in counties with more than 100,000 active voters. That means it, in cities more than 100,000 active voters. That means um, Atlanta and Savannah, the two Democratic cities. So basically, they said the two Democratic cities, which, by the way, not incidentally, are the two black cities, big black cities of Georgia, they can't have drop boxes. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They can have one drop box for Atlanta, right? And so... <laughs> And now it's so racist on its face, but if you are the voter, you can't sue. Now, the one thing we have at the moment is with the Biden administration in, because, you know, whether the whether the GOP likes it or not, Biden is the executive branch of our government. He can have uh, Merrick Garland could still sue the attorney general. But if Trump comes in or another Republican, 
you're going to have the vote suppressors who have, uh. there will be the only people authorized by the court to bring a suit for racial voting suppression. It is beyond imagination, but this is the danger. And so what's happening is the voting rights groups are screaming bloody murder, but because they use terms like Eighth Circuit, private right to sue, uh, you know, Section 2, all this stuff, it confuses people. It's real simple. They're going to stop you. If you get shafted out of your vote, you will not have the right to go to court. You've lost your day in court. You lose your vote. You lose your country. You lose your democracy. That's what's at stake here. It applies right now in eight states. And it's heading right to the Supremes. So the warning, I'm raising the alarm. I'm doing the Paul Revere here. You know, don't wait till after it's it's done. Just like when Roe v. Everyone's shocked when Roe v. Wade went down. Everyone's shocked when the Voting Rights Act Section 5 went down. Don't be shocked. You just heard it here. On WCPT, you heard it now. We're heading towards a total, to use the terms of the uh, democracy docket, which is kind of a consortium of, of voting rights groups, they said, this is, quote, catastrophic. And as I've said, catastrophic is an understatement. This is danger, danger, danger. So we have to raise our voices now. We have to make sure I'm waiting for the Biden administration. The Biden administration has the right to go into this case and scream bloody murder. I'm praying that they do. I suspect they will. But they still when have you say to go the Biden and administration, the do you mean Merrick Garland or do you actually mean the yes. White House can join get in involved here? Well, it's it's the United, it's always the White House is represented by the attorney general. And so the United States of America. So right now. So the so Merrick Garland is attorney general representing the United States, I the federal see. government can join and go to the court and say, this is a real bad decision. And you know what the, what the ugly part of this is? The court said, yes, the practices in Arkansas are racist and violate the law, but you can't do anything about it, NAACP. You can't do anything about it, ACLU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually said, yeah, this is racist. This is wrong. This is illegal. But you're not allowed to sue as the voters. So I'm assuming and hoping that the uh, that uh, Attorney General Garland will, will jump in, but you know he doesn't make the rulings. It's going to be up to those five injustices that Ugh. Coke put in. Okay, well, on that cheery note, Greg Palast and I are going to take a break. He is, of course, the author of the New York Times bestseller, "The Best Democracy Money Can Buy." We're going to be back with more after this. I'm joined by BBC investigative reporter Greg Pallast. He's the author of the New York Times book, the bestseller, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. We're talking about this wacky Eighth Circuit Court ruling that basically gutted the Voting Rights Act and will probably end up before the Supreme Court. And God help us that that moment in time. Greg, a moment ago, you said, you know, now's mm-hmm. the time to get up and ring the alarm that it's a, you know, it's a five alarm fire. We all have to take action. But what do we do? You know, those of us who are just, you know, sitting in our houses, listening to the radio, what do we do? Well, I'm two things. I want to first say something that's personal for you, for everyone. One of the biggest problems in voting is that people get 
purged, that is removed from the voter rolls, erased. You have 14 million people a year erased from the voter rolls. Some of them because legitimately they moved, et cetera. But a big hunk of those millions are people who should never be removed. And it might be you. So I'm asking everyone, everyone, about uh, two months before an election, go online. Every state, I know Illinois, Wisconsin, has this where you go online and uh, to your Secretary of State's office. Go online, Secretary of State of Illinois, type in, it says, check my registration, check your registration, see if you are still registered. Say, oh, I've been voting for 20 years, same place. Yeah? How many? Watch my films, and you'll see people in tears when they show up. And they're told, you can't, you, you're not ready, you know, you, you don't live here. Just like this, you know, you got a career military officer. He's African-American. He wasn't allowed to vote. You show up and you're not allowed to vote. Please. I even checked my, my own in California. And six years ago, I was checking this. Actually, during a radio show, I said, I'm going to check my registration now. And it said, no <laughs> such registration. So I had to re-register. So then you can re-register. So number one, take care of your vote. Tell everyone you know. Check your registration 60 days before the election. Don't show up and get in the fight with the little old lady behind the table. She didn't remove your vote. And they'll give you a provisional ballot, and they're not going to count that. So take care of it now. That's that's like brushing your teeth. You do that. Now, the other thing to do is put the heat on every politician. I mean, you have some great people like Jan Schakowsky and others in up there in Chicago. Make sure that they are that they are raising this issue. You know, don't let them don't let them do a sneak attack. And please, if you have any opportunity, you want to call right, whatever, any chance to get to the Justice Department, say, I want Merrick Garland on the front line. Now, I know that the Supreme Court's not exactly happy to see him, but that's exactly why you want him there. So he's got to be in there, and we need the Biden administration to pick up the ball because they're the only ones that are going to be allowed to sue. They need to defend the right of any voter who's been wrong. It's like saying, you know, if you are... If you've robbed a bank only, you know, or if you've been a victim of a, of a theft, you can't, you know, you can't file a complaint. Only if a cop can file the complaint. Only if, only if the cops saw the complaint. Well, what do you do? You can't call the cops. This is crazy. It's, it, it's crazy, but it's cruel, and it's so ugly partisan. It's using racist tactics to win elections. And there couldn't be anything less American and uglier. Are these you know, um, and by the way, circuit people, are they lifetime appointments? I have a bad feeling they might be. Yes. Yes. It's a federal judgeship, and therefore it's for life. And that's one of the big problems because the Koch interests, and, and I'm leaning on Koch because he was the one who really started this brilliant idea of why don't we grab the judiciary? This was because he was facing indictments and, and wanted to get out of jail. And he did. Um, Charles Koch. Um, one of the stories, like I say, I'm doing, as you mentioned, I'm doing a story about, uh, for those who've seen or will see, and I recommend the Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, uh, Leonardo and his dad have, uh, have asked me to make a film, a d- documentary about what's happened to the Osage since the 20s, since the end of Killers of the Flower Moon. And what happened to them is that Koch stole over $2 billion worth of oil from these poor natives. They, they, they stole all their money. They literally stole the oil from the, from the natives. And that's the story I'm writing. But what, and he was indicted. Charlie Koch was personally indicted, was going to face 70 to 80 years in prison. Mm-hmm. I have the indictment. 
And then he got his buddies, Republican buddies, you remember Bob Dole and Don Nichols, and got them to appoint a new prosecutor in Oklahoma who literally canned, deep-sixed the indictment of Charlie Koch. And this is so, that's when Koch learned, if I own the judiciary, I stay out of prison, I can do what I want, it's a get-out-of-jail card, and he has worked really hard to appoint these federal judges and then the Supremes. This is dangerous. This, the Coke coup d'etat seizure of the federal judiciary, and you're seeing this in this Eighth Circuit decision. It's very, very dangerous. And the so, by the way, one are gift, just the gift one, that one, keeps on giving. Well, I mean, you know, when when you're casting a film, it's hard to cast a documentary. You got what you got. I got some great people like Chief Standing Bear, but I have to say. Coke is the perfect. I couldn't cast a villain like this. You couldn't make up a a story like this guy. But if you want to, by the way, get more of this information on how these guys operate. And by the way, the guy that blocked the NAACP is the Attorney General of Arkansas, Tim Griffin. He used to be a federal prosecutor. This is the guy who's supposed to protect you. But he resigned when I exposed him on BBC for vote rustling with Karl Rove. He had to resign as a federal prosecutor. Now he's Attorney General, and now he's getting the rights to block you from complaining about voting crimes. And so you can see the film for free now. I put it up on, at gregpalast.com. You can go and download or, or watch online The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, which tells this story. And so it's, it's entertaining, by the way, warning. It's, um, there's some uh, um, adult language in it. <laughs> That's why it's entertaining. But it's... Um, you can see the best democracy and money can buy at gregpalace.com. But the important thing here is that you learn these are the tales of how they jack with our voting rights. And now they're saying, well, you can't call the cops because we're, we're, we're the only people that can sue ourselves. I mean, I know it's like Kafkaesque and people don't believe this, but you have to talk to the voting rights attorneys. They're, they're, living, they're just setting their hair on fire. They, they're just scared. They're scared. And it's terrifying. We should be scared. I talked about this a little bit, but in the in the fire hose of everything that was going on around the world, I didn't really give this the attention that I know it needed. But frankly, I'm not the only one guilty of that. I mean, I've read a few things about this Eighth Circuit Court decision, and I've seen a few postings. Somebody right after it happened, somebody posted, well, you know, like, don't don't panic. You know, this doesn't affect the whole country. It just affects a certain number of states. And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, but isn't that bad, too? And And does that not mean it can't be picked up? But the, the tenor of what I read seemed to say this is so over the top. This is so ridiculous that don't you worry your pretty little heads about it because surely somebody will stop it or undo it. Do you think that's okay, right? I'll, two words for you. Citizens United. Uh, when that case came before the Supreme Court, no one and no one. I'm saying there wasn't a single writer left, right, or center, who said that the court was going to basically say corporations are people, corporations can donate dark money, unlimited. They don't have to disclose it, nothing. No one believed that that would happen. That wasn't even the case. It was, it was a shock, and it was a shock to some of the justices, too, who didn't even know that they were considering that, that matter. So it's a shock. It was a horrible right-wing shock, and 
only because the decision Roe v. Wade was leaked to overturn Roe. It was a leak, but that was the first time we find out it's going down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we think is inconceivable. Yeah. Well, it's you conceivable. Know, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm really writing this now because, and, and by the way, I'm sorry, if you live in Arkansas, Minnesota, Iowa, North or South Dakota, Nebraska, Missouri, and you don't have the right to protect your vote, you literally don't have the right to sue. You can't do anything. NAACP, ACLU, everyone's knocked out. Rainbow push. You cannot sue for your voting rights. And I don't know if I were in those states, I wouldn't be so happy to say, well, it's only our states. I'm not too worried. But again, it's chugging towards the Supremes, and they have done some really wild things. I don't take this lightly. Like I say, one of the problems, I think, in the reporting is that I'm pretty good at breaking down these complex legal things so that you can understand the core. And a lot of it, there's just too much jargon. You know, people, what's an eighth circuit? You know, is that an electric switch? You know, it's like, so it's, it's kind of um, complex in the way it's reported, legal reporters. But really, it's simple. If you are shafted out of your vote, you've lost your right to sue to get it back. And the NAACP and all the organizations that protect you are barred from helping you. You're out. You have to beg the people that are shafting you to sue themselves. You, you want to really go in North Carolina? You just heard, you know, report from Carolina, that gerrymandering there. Well, you can't do anything about it. And uh, so this is spreading this whole issue. They call it the fancy, again, legal term is private right of action. It just means the voters' right to act, to protect themselves and, and you know, call in, you know, rainbow push and and. and uh, and others to come in and sue for you or you get your own lawyer, whatever. But this means that the that all our voting rights laws become empty because you can't sue to enforce. Greg, you know? uh, we've got to go. We are uh, at the end of the show. Thank you so much for making sense of this for us and for the call to action. And uh, anytime uh, you want to join us, you are always welcome. It is wonderful to talk oh. to you. Okay, see you at gregpalace.com. And Joan, thank you for letting me truth on them. (laughs) That's going to do it for me. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez is up next. I will see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great evening. Good night.